The following program has been paid for by the Truth and Liberty Coalition. The political views expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this station. Welcome to a special Truth and Liberty broadcast with Andrew Womack. Today, Andrew is joined by several political leaders as they discuss the importance of the upcoming election and why you need to vote your values. Christians need to participate. We can't do this without God. We are having a pitch battle about whether America is going to remain a free nation or whether it's going to become something very, very different. This election and what happens in the next six months may very well determine what happens with the future of this country. And now, here's Andrew. On today's broadcast, we are concluding a panel discussion that we had during our Summer Family Bible Conference. And I tell you, this week has been powerful. I just felt so impressed that I needed to put this on my television broadcast that uh, I'm just doing it. And we're going to receive a lot of criticism, I guarantee you. When we shared this on Wednesday night during our Summer Family Bible Conference, something happened in the spirit. The next day, we got a cease and desist letter, and it was over the COVID-19 stuff, but nonetheless, it stirred up some stuff, and I guarantee you there's going to be people that won't like this, but there's going to be a lot of people that'll be set free through this. We've been discussing things. Today, we're going to have Janet Voines discuss homosexuality. She lived a lesbian lifestyle for 14 years, and she's going to be discussing things like that. I tell you, this is timely. I think it'll really bless you. So stay tuned. And remember, at the end of the program today, I've got something special to share with you. Let's move on to the LGBTQRSTUV uh, agenda. And we'll let uh, Janet start this since she deals with this issue all of the time. What's the difference between these two parties? You know, it's almost like they hijacked our alphabets. You know, homosexuality, I think, is one of the hottest topics that we are talking about here in the United States besides abortion. And it's something that we have to wrap our arms around. We'll talk about abortion, but nobody wants to talk about homosexuality, not even our pastors. I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just going to speak truth if you allow me to do that. The sad thing about this issue is that since Black Lives Matter, since all this racism stuff have come up, I don't know if our kids just got some boldness, but I'm getting more emails and calls from parents than I have all last year already, and the year is not even over yet. Our kids are deciding to come out of the closet. Now we're dealing with the issue of um, the Civil Rights Act from 1964, now it's interpreted to also protect gay and transgenders. You can thank Roberts and Gorsuch for that. I feel as though they betrayed not only Christians, but the American people and our Constitution. They literally, right in front of our face, endorsed the Democratic Party and supporting their views. They're not supporting ours. Now employers must accommodate a person who thinks she is a man one day and a woman the next day. The last time I checked, and at least I never had a child, but I heard this. When a mother has a child, what does the doctor say? Is a boy or it's a girl? Doesn't say it's fluid, doesn't say it's transgender, doesn't say it's bisexual. I don't know where we got this thing from. The devil. <laughs> the devil. 
So now we can be sued in the near future if we don't support a gay person who comes out at their job. We can't even protect our businesses anymore. They have hijacked everything. You think about the rainbow crosswalks. You think about the rainbow that was put all over the White House. You think about marriage in 50 states, which is really a civil union. If you call that a marriage, you're just throwing God under the bus because marriage is between a man and a woman. We have gotten things backwards. Homosexuality is backwards thinking. And I believe in Isaiah 520, it says that we have now called evil good and good evil. I believe personally, if we as Christians, those who are struggling with homosexuality, really get to a place where we allow God to help us with our brokenness and our woundedness, I believe we're going to see a lot more people free. My identity when I lived as a homosexual wasn't something different. My identity now is in Christ. I believe when somebody say that they feel a certain way, they're not, our feelings aren't reliable, folks. Your feelings are not reliable because our heart is so deceitful. If you as a Christian really believe that homosexuality is wrong, I have to ask the question, why aren't you standing beside us? Why aren't you speaking out? Homosexuality is sweeping our country. Curriculums will now be changed to talk more about homosexuality than math, English, and social studies. So now they're indoctrinating our children. I get to blame everybody out there and who's watching for that. Thank you very much. We got to get your support so we can stand up against the left who is supporting homosexuality if we put the vice president that was with Obama in the White House, he's going to support more of homosexuality than ever before. And he already mentioned that. Jenny, let me a ask you, though, there's Christians. I've had Christians criticize me that, yes, we're against homosexuality, but we've got to love them. And if you say anything about their lifestyle, it's rejection, it's intolerance. And How do you deal with this? community uses. You know, we know love covers a multitude of sin, but you don't have to love somebody to and support their bad behavior. We got it all mixed up. Love is telling somebody the truth. Love is standing up for God's word. Love is not backing down. What parents are more afraid of is that their child is going to walk away from them. So if your child come out as a homosexual, their biggest fear is that their child is not going to be with them. They're going to turn their backs. And gay children are giving their parents an ultimatum. Think about Jan Handmaker. Her daughter just came out. She's 13 years old. She was Christian. She's known all over the world. She doesn't support the Christian community anymore. She now supports her gay child. Many Christians are turning your back on Christ, and I don't understand that. And we're all going to answer to that someday. Well, I was just at one point on, there's been a conflation of the word love 
and affirmation. We can love and we're called to love, but we cannot affirm behavior that is contradictory to the word of God and to truth and to the way God made us. And, you know, God so loved the world that he sent his son to die for us. He didn't send his son to affirm us in our sin. He came to love us so that we might be free from our sin. And, and we cannot back up from this conversation. And, and people are afraid because there is a, there's a viciousness associated with this agenda. You're attacked on social media. I mean, I, believe me, I've lived through it. We had a gunman come into our building and try to uh, kill our uh, members of our staff about seven years ago um, with 100 rounds of ammunition because of our view on marriage and human sexuality. We can love, but we cannot affirm. And if we go silent because we're afraid of this cancel culture, afraid of the social media attacks, afraid of the rejection, guess what? They will not hear the truth and they will not be set free. Yeah, I just want to draw a clear distinction too between loving the individual homosexual and opposing the changes in our culture that people are trying to affect. So I'm gonna treat any person with the same respect I would treat anybody else. But when you tell me, now I wanna teach your kindergartners the joys of homosexuality, well now I'm gonna fight you. Um, I'm gonna fight you and I'm not gonna apologize for fighting you. And see, they wanna, they wanna conflate those two. Oh, well you hate us, no, but I do hate what you're doing and I'm going to oppose that. There's a lot we could say about that, but this is damaging. I believe that this is like the tip of the spear and that Satan is using this to gain access with this culture of death that A.W. talked about and so many other things follow this issue. Christians have to speak out on this issue or we will lose this culture if we continue to endorse and promote uh, homosexuality, transgenderism, and all those other things. So let's lead into education because this has now come into education. And like here in Colorado, they passed a bill that I went and spoke against, but they actually promote and teach uh, homosexuality and all of the perversions as being acceptable. And if you as a Christian say anything against it, then that's hate speech. So there is zero opportunity for presenting even a heterosexual relationship. It is all slanted towards this. It's now in our education. What's the difference here on the two different parties? Well, I know we're running short on time, so I'll be brief. Uh, and look, and you've already laid out the case, Andrew, and so have you, Janet. I, I would just say this, and I feel very strongly about this. Christians have to get our children out of public schools. Just got to get them out. Just got to get them out. Because the public schools are now wholly owned by the teachers' unions, and the teachers' unions have bought completely into this stuff. Um, so, look, I mean, we, we've got a big battle on our hands the election is important because this president that we've all been talking about, President Trump, is going to support parental choice in education. Uh, and, you know, the Democrat Party is vehemently against homeschooling, vehemently against any kind of choice. They even hate charter schools and they don't want children to have any options whatsoever. They want them locked in these institutions that are more about indoctrination than education. Amen.
Actually, there was a major court decision yesterday handed down that affects education, religious education and uh, tax credits. Uh, major win for private education, for parental choice in education. Uh, you can tell how good it is by how uh, rabid the left is in their reaction. So it was a great decision. Uh, two of the uh, justices put on by President Trump voting the right way in, th in that case. A very positive case. But I, I want to I I echo what the bishop just said about education. And this is what the party platform actually does. The party platform gives parents the choice in education. You, as a parent, it's your children, and God has given you the authority and the responsibility to teach your children. Now, you can delegate the authority, but you can never delegate the responsibility. You will be held accountable. I agree with Bishop Jackson. It is time for parents to take their kids out of the public school systems in America. It's a government school. Now... That said, we cannot abandon the schools, the public schools. We need teachers. We need Christians becoming teachers, going into the schools as missionaries to share the gospel in lifestyle with kids who will never hear it. We need parents to run for the school board. We need godly men and women on school boards across the country to stand for those children who do not have parents standing for them. We cannot abandon the, the public schools in America, but we can no longer sacrifice our children to a government education system. You know, that's why, I don't know if you know this, but Michelle, Congresswoman Michelle Bachman got involved in politics because she didn't like what was happening in the schools. And so look where the Lord has taken her. I believe many of you out there can get very involved in the schools to be able to assist and help our kids. What they're calling these new curriculums is queering the curriculum or inclusive curriculums. If that's what you want your kids to be taught, then don't do anything. Keep your kids in schools. And a lot of people said to me, well, I can't take my kids out of school. Yes, you can. God will provide. If you trust him, because in their media center, which was at one time called libraries, they have a lot of gay books in their media center. A lot of parents don't even know that. It's your responsibility to look at the curriculum and ask the school, what are you teaching? Are you teaching homosexuality in the curriculum this year? They have to tell you. But also in the schools, if you don't know what's happening and your kid can come out to a counselor, and they can assist them to transition. They don't have to tell you. How involved are you in your child's school? And then we wonder why our kids are walking away from our faith. Because parents are spending more time, not you, the ones that are watching. <laughs> spending more time doing other things than paying attention to the kids that are coming up behind us that are going to take over this world. It is our responsibility to be their teacher, to watch over them and protect them. And, you know, I believe one of the positive things that's coming out of this COVID deal is that peop, uh, schools have closed down. Parents have had to get online. They've learned that there are huge amounts of resources. You can actually teach your children online. You can have teachers teaching them by video. And uh, I was just interviewed uh, Roy Moore a couple of weeks ago, which I think everybody here knows him. And he's been advocating homeschool for decades. 
and he is anticipating a homeschooling to go through the roof. So that could be one of the positive things that comes out of this whole deal. I would just like to share a, uh, a concept called deconstruction. And it's a communist tactic where you separate a people from their past, get them into a neutral where they do not remember where they came from, and then you brainwash them into the future you have planned for them. It's a sales technique. If I was a toothpaste salesman, the first thing I do is say negative things about the toothpaste you are currently using. You're still brushing with that old stuff. Don't you know it'll eat the enamel off your teeth and dry out your gums? You're like, ooh, really? I didn't know that. You're repulsed by it. Now I have you, I have you in a neutral. You're open-minded. What are all the toothpaste out there? Then I give you my pitch for this brand new tartar control breath freshener stuff, right? It's a drive neutral reverse. So they go into the classrooms and they tell the kids negative things about the founding fathers. They took land from India and sold people into slavery. They were chauvinists. And ooh, the students are repulsed by them. Now you got the kids into a neutral, they're open-minded. What are all the belief systems out there? Then you give them your pitch for LGBT or socialism or Islam, right? Now, our founding fathers, for all their faults, and they had faults, and every one of us has faults, for all their, their faults, they gave us a present. And that present is you get to be in charge of your life. The word citizen means co-king, and we're all collectively the king of America, it's not like the king of England, right? And so imagine if someone wanted to give you a million dollars. Would you say, wait a second, have you ever done anything wrong in your life? If so, I'm not going to take your money, right? And so the idea is that our founders gave us a gift. They had a lot of faults, but they gave us a gift where you get to decide where you want to live, where you want to go to church, who you want to marry, what career you want to pursue. In communist countries, you can't do that. In socialist countries, you can't do that. And anyway, so this concept, drive neutral reverse, France went through it and went from a Jew Europe was a Judeo-Christian Europe with Catholic cathedrals, Protestant Reformation, and Jewish neighborhoods. Then it went into a secular Europe with the French Revolution, free sex, anything goes, LGBT, and now it's turning into an Islamic and a socialist Europe with Mohammed being the number one name for newborns and no-go zones. So this drive neutral reverse, uh, that's the one point I wanted to bring out is what's happening in the classroom. Another thing is called the ash conformity experiment. So Joseph Goebbels, propaganda minister for Hitler, and he understood that there's this primal need for humans to want to fit in, to be accepted, and so he would orchestrate these enormous Colosseum-filled events with 100,000 people and start at the front where people start giving, giving the Hitler salute. And by the time it worked to the back, everybody's like feeling pressured to give this salute. Uh, Islam's the same way. They all, the men pray together. Why? Because it would take a lot of backbone to stand up and say, I'm not bowing. And so they understood this pressure. So after the war, they study it. It's called the Ash Conformity Study. They, they would do it on college campuses where they would get eight students into a room Seven were paid ahead of time to be actors. One was a naive participant. And so they get into the room. The teacher puts two cards on the desk. One card simply has one line on it. The other card has three lines on it. One's the same size, one's shorter, one's longer. They started with the paid actors. And one by one, they would stand up and say that the shorter line was equal to the one line. They would say it really convincingly and no perspective and this and that. By the time it got around to the eighth naive participant, 30% of them would deny their own eyes and go along with the group. They so much wanted to fit in. And so this desire to fit in is now gone online. Everyone loves to be liked and no one wants to be unfriended. 
And these kids will commit suicide if they get cyberbullied, right? This online community. Now we're facing up to elections. And we have committed Democrats, committed Republicans, and undecideds. The undecideds go and they do a Google search, the number one search engine in the world. They put in the name of a candidate. Google has algorithms that pull up all the negative stuff on one candidate, all the positive stuff on another candidate. Why is that important? Because the person doing the search wants to fit in. They want to be with what everybody else is believing. And if they can sway just a small percentage of the vote, many elections can be turned. And so we're beginning to see an undermining. Now, the gospel, Jesus says, you need to come out from the group. You got to stop fear of man, just fear of God. Matter of fact, Jesus says, you have to love me more than your mother, sister, brother, more than any group. The word ecclesia means the called out. He's calling us out from the group, and we're just keeping our eyes on Jesus. And that's where we are in America in this election. Man, this is amazing. I think we've heard some awesome things here tonight. It's been great. Well, I'd hope that I'd have an opportunity to say this because it's been on my heart all night, and I, I know you're going to make some closing remarks. But, you know, Ronald Reagan said, freedom is never more than one generation from extinction. We do not pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for and protected and passed on to them to do the same. But we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children about the United States of America, where we were once free. And we can't let that happen. And that's why we're here tonight standing with you, Andrew. And I hope everybody else is going to stand together and make sure that that doesn't happen. And we get Donald Trump reelected and get rid of these socialists who want to take over this country. Amen. Amen. Man, that's awesome. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I was going to ask for a closing remark from everybody, but I think E.W. just gave it. Let's just pray for this nation. It's wonderful to be informed. Hopefully you've been stirred up, motivated to get involved. But you know what? We can't do this without God. So let's just agree together in prayer. Father, we love you and we thank you for this nation. We thank you for the miracles that you've wrought to bring, <laughs> to bring us to this place. Father, we acknowledge you as the source and we believe, Father, that you still love this nation. That with all of our problems, that you still have a purpose for this nation, that we are a, a sanctifying effect on the entire world. And Father, we all unite and we offer ourselves to be vessels for you to use, to stir other people up. We ask you to talk specifically to our brothers and sisters, Christians, that, Father, they would get off the fence, they'd quit being complacent, that they'd stand up and that they would take a stand. And we believe that you are rallying Christians all across this nation to stand up and vote for godliness and get rid of this anarchy and all of the things that are going. Father, we believe that you are touching people's hearts. We stand against the devil, against this, these forces of evil that are trying to prey on all of the problems that we've got. And we just rebuke that 
In the name of Jesus, Satan, we say that you are a liar, that your weapons are not working. We believe that this tonight and many, many other places around this nation, that, Father, you're raising people up and that, praise God, we're going to see righteousness exalt this nation. We pray for our president, for every elected official, for every person that is a counselor to them, all of their staff. Father, we pray that you give them supernatural wisdom. We pray that those who are living a godly life are not going to become weary in well-doing and will not be hurt by all of the slander and the things that happen. Father, we believe that you just supernaturally infuse them with your strength, with your power, and that you give them a wisdom that is superior to all of the opposition. That, Father, you show them how to take what's negative and turn around and use it for good. Father, we just thank you that you are intervening in the affairs of this nation, and we thank you that the good work that you've begun is going to continue. And, Father, we thank you for that. We repent, Father, of our complacency, and we ask this in mercy, not because we deserve it, but we believe that you love us, you love this world, and we ask you, Father, to intervene and to change this nation back and to make it great again. Father, we agree, and we just thank you, and we believe that you are answering our prayer and that these things are coming to pass in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us for this special broadcast brought to you by the Truth and Liberty Coalition. Praise God, wasn't that powerful? I tell you, the truth is what sets people free. And there's a lot of lies and deception and, and fake news out there today. And I think we set some things straight. You need to get this panel discussion. We call it America on the Brink panel discussion. And this is a DVD that has the entire two plus hours worth of discussion. Plus we're throwing in our In God We Trust musical. I tell you, this is powerful. If any of you have ever seen any of the musicals that the Murins, the people who work and run our creative arts department uh, have produced, if you've ever seen them, this is in that same uh, mode. It is first class, it's powerful. This is patriotic. I mean, we had people crying and standing up and cheering. It's awesome. Both of these things are yours when you become a member of our Truth and Liberty Coalition. You can go to our website. The information's on the screen. And if you become a member for $5 or more per month, then you get both of these. And I promise you they'd be a blessing. And plus, not only would it bless you, it would equip you so that you could share these truths with other people and make a difference. So listen to our announcer as they give you more information. The panel discussion on today's program is only a portion of Andrew's entire interview titled America on the Brink with Tony Perkins, E.W. Jackson, General Jerry Boykin, Bill Federer, and Janet Boynes. You can get the entire panel discussion on DVD as our free gift to you when you join with Truth and Liberty by becoming a member today. Also included with your membership, you'll receive the brand new theatrical DVD titled in God We Trust. This patriotic DVD features reenactments of significant American historical events along with inspiring musical numbers. You can become a member of Truth and Liberty Coalition and get both of these valuable resources 
by going to truthandliberty.net. While there, you'll discover other valuable resources, including voter guides, candidate information, party platforms, and much more. Truth and Liberty Coalition is a nonprofit 501c4. Donations are not tax deductible, but are essential in helping us fulfill our mission of positive change in our nation. Visit truthandliberty.net today to become a member or call our helpline at 719-635-1111 and stand with Andrew in promoting godliness in our nation.